Hello, humans of the earth, and thank you for joining us on this wonderful day. My name is Dana. And my name is Heidi. And this is Fun Times with Dana and Heidi. Today, we will be discussing this week's latest positive news stories. But first, we have our beautiful, gorgeous, outstanding, never-before-seen tweet of the week. And this this tweet comes from at DMF Papa. And he says, y'all ever cried over a math problem? That's a different kind of hurt right there. And I have to say that I wholeheartedly agree to this. I have very vivid memories of me in middle school just being very confused and frustrated and it, right. I do agree that it's a different kind of her Heidi what do you think I don't think I've ever had like a mental breakdown on any type of homework but math like I'm trying to think about it and I've never like had a breakdown over English or history it's always been math it's always you know math. why why because in class they teach you and you understand it perfectly right but then mm-hmm. the homework that they send home with you is a different type of subject. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not even on the spectrum. It's just a whole nother, it's like another language. Yeah, it's like another language. And I remember feeling like that when I, when I took geometry specifically because we would learn like one theorem and it was super easy. And then like we would like take the homework and it was like a bunch of really complicated word problems and I would get very frustrated. And they were always really long too. Like I spent like two hours on homework on math, like just mm-hmm. on math. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I understand that you like you need practice, but you know, it's a very, it's going to take you on an emotional roller coaster math will. There's many highs and lows. So yeah everyone math is a hot topic a controversial a controversial topic now we are going to start with Heidi's uh wonderful news story it looks rather interesting I can only see like a vague because we have a document right now and that's where we like plan things out but it's a lot of info so Heidi is very yeah it's really lengthy but like it's super cute it's for today's news story we have a grandmother working at McDonald's who receives a big surprise from a local secret Santa. So before Diana clocks in at the McDonald's on Yellowstone Highway each morning, she and her husband deliver 150 local newspapers around the area. And this is in, this takes place in Idaho, Idaho Falls, Idaho. So I'm pretty sure it's pretty cold around this time, right, Dana? Yeah, and it's also like a lot of newspapers like to go and to deliver to like 150 different places. Like that's, that's exactly <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. So, Nate Ethan, a news manager for the East Idaho News Community, website surprised Diana, who is 65 years old, at her work to a new 2019 Hyundai Tucson, $5,000 in gift cards for gas and a check for $1,000 to cover the cost of a new car's registration that a local secret Santa gave her. So we don't know the identity, and Ethan is just like the, like, not the middleman, but just the guy who, like, hands it to her. Yeah, know? that's interesting. That's so mysterious. Who could have been this ra- random and kind stranger? Who could have I been know, like, that's how, you, like, that man or that woman is probably very, very kind because... A lot of the times people seek fame and giving and giving and giving goods. Mm-hmm. But this guy was like, no, like, we'll, like, let this play out and I'll just be here myself and I'll, I'll be having fun and she'll be having a new car. 
And I also love how the secret Santa gave her the gift cards for gas and the entrance thing. And like not entrance, like the registration. Because a lot of the times when you get things, sometimes you need to buy a separate part with it and it did not come with it. And you're like, oops. So for the past six years, Eaton has been the sole representative of a local secret Santa who gives money and other gifts to deserving members of the community. This year, the anonymous secret Santa learned of Baldwin and her husband, Cameron, who is also 65, so they are well into their well into their life. Mm-hmm. Who's on disability <laughs> yes. for- <laughs> I, I, I would like to say I love old people. I think they're the sweetest people ever. This mm-hmm. is no shade towards them. I love grandmas and grandpas. Yes, we love grandmas so and grandpas. We, so, exactly, yeah. And her husband is on a disability pension because he has back problems and other health issues. And obviously with age, Diana also has some sort of health problems as well. But she she's just pushing through and taking it day by day. So before Diana clocks in at McDonald's, she always has to deliver newspapers with her husband. And they have been driving in a dilapidated Dodge Caravan with, guess the mileage. The mileage is the highest I've seen in my life. How much is the mileage? 240,000 miles on it. That's so much. That is a lot. That is a lot. And like, for comparison, I, my family has had our little minivan for for six years. Uh I bought the B7 because 2021's coming up. And we have 70,000 miles on it. And that, we think that that is a lot. And this, this couple has 240,000. That's like more than twice that, right? That's crazy. Yeah, like, I, let me, I have my calculator here. <laughs> 70,000, it's really math class here, huh? Yeah, yeah. And let's just see. Yeah, it's more than half. That's like three times. More than three it, times, actually, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's literally crazy. And so she was so grateful and happy, and they aired this on TV. So there was a video in the article that Dana will link to our website. Uh-huh. And it was so cute because, like, she has a she's like old, and she has her little lady old voice, little lady old voice, yeah. Oh. Little old lady voice. Little old lady voice. You said yes. little lady old voice. <laughs> I know my my words are just very very mixed up at the moment. Yes, but I and her excitement showed through her mask because Yay. this wonderful old lady was wearing her mask properly, so it was over the nose, but we could still see how excited she was with through her eyes. Oh, that's so cute. That's a whole I know, it was really, really cute. And so Diana's husband of 42 years, so we have we love a long and healthy marriage. The new Mm -hmm. SUV came in came in as a shock. So yes, the Tuxin was a was an SUV. It was a pretty good size. I'm pretty sure you can fit five people in it with a lot of trunk space too. So it's not a sedan, it's a it's a bit bigger than that. Very spacious. Yes. Right after the interview with Nate Ethan was over, Diana calls me in tears and says, Cam, I need to pick you up in about five minutes. I want you to drive to the new, I want you to drive the new SUV that was just given to us. We need to go down to the dealership and get the papers, Cameron told today. So this like made headlines on in the USA. And it's so cute because she was like genuinely happy, you know, because a lot of people expect things during christmas time which i don't blame them because christmas but these this couple was not expecting anything 
So it yes, like, oh, and they got gosh. they got what they deserved in a positive way, in a positive way from this mysterious anonymous secret Santa who gave them an entire car and money to cover the car. That's really great. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's what makes this story so unique is that the secret Santa is truly a secret. No one knows but Eaton, who he's the only one that knows who the secret Santa's true identity is and no one else knows. Mm -hmm. So the couple has some guesses about the identity of the local secret Santa, but obviously nothing's confirmed. But they do have to say this. Whoever it is, thank you very much. We love you very much, said Cameron. If we ever find out who you are, we would like to give you a big hug. And I think another thing that's unique about this process is that most recipients are nominated by community members and they have to go through an intensive narrowing process. So Diana didn't apply for anything. No one applied for anything. These people are nominated. And the news reporter was saying how these are generally people who never ask for help. They're humble and they're never asking for handouts or assistance, he said. Super yes. cute. Super so cute. They, the community there? members looked at her and they thought, this woman deserves a car. I love that. I love that for them. Yeah, they nominated her. Like, like no one applied for anything. And I think that's super cute because I think that shows how true, how truly humble and genuine and down to earth this couple is because people would not nominate snobs. Yeah. And I have a picture on the document and it's super cute because she's smiling with the new car in the back. Like the car is like three times her size. <laughs> That's so cute. I love that story. That was so wholesome. That was so cute. And she definitely deserves her new her new car. She's gonna be driving around all all cute in her little in her little van. She's gonna be having a great time. So now we are going to move on to the second news story. Uh, researchers at Harvard's Music Lab have determined that American infants relax when they are played lullabies, even those that are unfamiliar and in a foreign language. So they did a research experiment, not like a, a, a weird one, a very wholesome one and a safe one, <laughs> where uh, they no, had... This is what I'm picturing. I'm picturing a bunch of babies being lined up and having music in their ears. Like with like mini headphones. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah, I think it was just played like like how you play it on a speaker or something. So the infants responded to universal elements of the songs despite the unfamiliarity of the melodies and the languages. So even though there were languages from the Middle East and from Central America, they still they still vibed to it, you know? Like they were still having a good time. And so to measure the infant's relaxation responses to the recordings, the researchers focused on pupil dilation. Is I think that's when like your pupils like get big. Uh, heart rate changes, yeah. electrodermal activity, which is a measure of excitement from the electrical resistance of the skin, who knew, and as Whoa. well as uh, frequency of blinking and gaze direction as indicators of relaxation or agitation. So whether they were vibing or whether they did not like it. General, uh, no. Generally, the infants experienced a decrease in heart rate and pupil dilation and had an electrodermal activity in response to the unfamiliar lullabies. So that proved that no matter what language it was in, they still reacted positively to it and they felt relaxed. And so this was a rather short experiment because babies are small. So the researchers had to act quickly (laughs) because of their subjects' limited attention spans. And most of the babies in the experiment could pay attention for about five minutes before getting distracted. So props to the researchers, props to the babies. Very cute. 
that's about my that's about my attention span too like I <laughs> that's our really attention span too i felt that how cute i harvard harvard's on that on their game i love that and who knew that your excitement can be measured through your electrical resistance Yes, there's electricity in your skin. It's like, I think it's like a measure of like, not arousal, but like positive arousal, not like a different kind of arousal, like excitement. You know what I mean? (laughs) Positive arousal. Yeah, like a positive, wholesome kind of that. And um, yeah, and it's just electrical resistance to the skin. So who knew? A new scientific concept. We love that. And speaking of science, speaking of science, it is now time for my favorite segment, which is Science Talks with me, Dana. And so I thought that this news story was pretty relevant because I know I don't experience this, but I do know other people who do, that they experience uh, something called uh, seasonal affective disorder, where your mood kind of like uh, gets lower b- during the wintertime. And so it's oh. a thing that affects many people. Boston University. It yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Not um, me. Not me and Dana, but I know for sure other people become... Not not very um, exuberant during the winter. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. And so uh, this is a seasonal affective disorder, something that affects a lot of people. Boston University claims that 10 million Americans get low moods in the winter months. And so now uh, uh, effective treatment has proven to be light lamp therapy, which can be used to treat seasonal affective disorder in people who must remain indoors for work, COVID, or both. So now... It was kind of bad before, but at least we could go outside more often. But now because of COVID, we're stuck indoors, which makes the whole ordeal a lot worse. So um, that's a, a proven effective treatment for seasonal affective disorder, even if it seems very simple. So there's a scientific concept that backs sort of all of this uh, seasonal affective disorder thing. So it's something called circadian rhythm. And circadian rhythm is present in nearly every living thing. And basically what it is, it's our biological attunement to the day-night cycle, which explains why we start to get tired at night. So it's kind of like the cycle that our bodies are used to, uh, given how the sun yeah. rises and sets and all that stuff. And so Yeah, when we're like our body, mm-hmm, our body associates energy with light mm-hmm. and when I traveled I believe a year ago yeah a year ago to Banff in the summer and obviously Banff is very pretty much far away from the equator so they have on the on the summer they have long long daylight and then in the winter they have a lot like long night times so when we went in the summer it was really really bright like from from four in the morning to 11 p.m so out there driving yeah at like 11 p.m at night and I did not feel tired although usually I'm tired during that time because it was so bright outside like I couldn't tell what time it was I just felt like it was three o'clock in the afternoon anyways I thought that was pretty cool sorry for interrupting no yeah yeah and that definitely correlates to what we're talking about right now so when the brain, this is part of the circadian rhythm, uh, when the brain senses that the light from the sun is gone, when it's dark outside, it signals the creation of melatonin, which is the chemical that makes you sleepy, in the pineal gland of your brain. Uh, But during the wintertime, the sun tends to set much earlier in the day, making you sleepier and moodier, and just not, do you not have that much energy, and it's just not as much of a vibe. So, 
by using a light lamp, you can have your own artificial sun to help combat this. And you have this exposure to light that brings you more energy. Of course, it's important to time, you know, when you have it on and off, so you're not uh, too tired too early in the day, but also uh, can't fall asleep at night. So you just have to use it at the appropriate time. But yes, it has been proven to be a effective treatment. So yes. Wait, so you're going to have a lamp with you in the middle of the day? Yeah, by using, like, for example, if it's dark outside and it's really, like, uh, four or five, then you can use a light lamp to help stay, help, you can use a light lamp to help you stay energized and stuff like that. Oh, good to know, good to know. Yes, you have your own little mini sun. So moving on to our next segment, which is Heidi Reviews. Today, I'm going to be reviewing an exhibit which I visited about a month ago. And it is the Body Worlds exhibit in Houston's Museum of Natural Science. Keep in mind, don't worry, I was being very safe. I went as soon as they opened, so there's not that many people there. And I went on a weekday too, so it was pretty empty. But it was so fun because Body Worlds, like I'm very interested in science. As when I was younger, I would be playing around with slime. I think that's my first, like, first step into the science world was making my own slime. And I think I just fell in love with science and like mixing things and hands-on activities, like all sorts of experiments that we do in class, although they're very limited because of liability issues. Anyways, I've always loved experiments and I've always loved science. And I know Dana loves science too. Yes, so. we love science. We love science on this we podcast. It's a science positive podcast. Exactly. So what happens in this exhibit is it takes you through a path from from the moment you become an embryo, I believe, or a zygote. What's the terminology for this? I think it's an embryo. Yeah. When you become an embryo, from the moment you are conceived all the up until the moment until that you die, it shows you the path of life that your body takes, whether mentally and physically. So as soon as you enter the exhibit, keep in mind that these are all real bodies that were donated by these wonderful donors, and they are real, and they were preserved, so they may seem a little bit shiny, and like, they look artificial, but they're real. They're just coated in, I believe, formaldehyde or preservative, so yes, but it's real, I promise you. And it's so cool because you see like the little embryos around like a centimeter long, and they're being soaked in this liquid for preservation, obviously. And you see how tiny they are, like, and you can see, like, facial features starting to form from the moment that you become conceived up until, like, you're a baby. It shows, like, the development of that. And then you move on to, like, your toddler stage and then adolescence and then adult, and then you become an elderly person. And it's so cool because they're real body parts. And you don't only see the exterior of the person, you see the insides, too. So I saw a stomach, I saw a liver. And it also shows you a variety of health problems that can arise in your lifetime, such as cancer and I believe Parkinson's, which affects the brain. And you're able to see the difference between a normal body part and one who is infected with some sort of disease. And it's really, really cool because they also advocate for a healthy lifestyle, such as exercising well and eating well and they also put a real, and this is what I really loved about this, is that they put an, a high emphasis on mental health. Yeah. Because your mental health affects your physical health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And mental health so, is a priority on our podcast. So we stand the Body World Exhibit in Houston Museum Natural Science. Of natural it's so, science. It's so cool. 
Yeah, and in the exhibit, when if the because the whole exhibit took me about three hours to complete, so oh, towards the end exhibit. there were a little bit more people. It was a very complete. Like usually people complain when things are get too long, but I love it because you get to know the full story. You know, like nothing gets left out. Yes, that sounds so, so fun. I kind of want to go now. That sounds really interesting. No, go, go, Dana. I, when I drive, I will take you. I will take you. We're gonna go on a road trip. It's literally like the, this. That was the highlight of my trip to Houston for sure. And these were in, in, informative but entertaining. And I highly recommend this for all ages. I saw little kids that, that were like five years old up into elder elderly people in the exhibit, and everyone was amazed. Like no one was bored, you know. Because mm-hmm. sometimes in museums. They only target a certain demographic, and then the rest of your family's just there, like, uh, yeah, are y'all ready? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. But no. Yeah. Everyone here was like super interested. It's a great family exper- experience because it's very in- informative, but it's also entertaining at the same time. So, if you guys want to have like a, a little d- digital detox and you want to go on a no tech travel, I highly suggest Body World Exhibit. And this is located in Houston's Museum of Natural Science. This is absolutely not sponsored. I just love this place so much. (laughs) And it's just an exhibit. And they have around 10 exhibits in total. And if you buy like a complete package, you're able to explore almost everything. So I definitely spent like a good five to seven hours there. That sounds really cool. I really want to go there now. It will take a road trip when hiding. Did I send you a picture of the stomach that I saw? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Heidi was sending me pictures. It looked very cool. Very nice. So, Heidi, what do you rate this out of 10? A 10 out of 10. Actually, no, a 100 out of 10. 100 out of 10. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, perfect. So, now it's time for our motivational quote, which we almost forgot to do. So, today's motivational quote is by the one and only Oprah Winfrey. And she said, to be thankful for what you have, you'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. And Dana found this quote, and I truly love it, because the happiest people don't have the best of things. They make the best of what they have. Yes, exactly. And that's something to remember, not only tying back to what we talked about today, but also for the holiday season, you know? Yes, happy happy. holidays. Yes, happy holidays, and be thankful for your friends and family. And if you keep on reaching for something more constantly and constantly, you're never going to be fulfilled with yourself. So just be grateful and be happy and have a happy holidays. And thank you very much for listening to our snazzy jazzy commentary. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at at funtimeswdh and visit our website linked in the description to read more about today's news stories. So thank you very much. And I believe that that is all for today. Yeah, so happy whatever you celebrate, and we'll see you in two weeks, which is next year. Next year. This is our last episode of the year, Dana. Can you believe that? <gasps> wow, 22 episodes in one year. We're so... It's a great way to end this very tumultuous year. I will say that. We're going to end this on a positive note, so go ahead and watch all these holiday movies and have the best time of yes, your life. Yes, watch the homework. Watch all the homework movies. All of them. Yes, and watch Elf. Yes, I love Elf. Okay, that is all, all right. for today. Bye. Bye. Bye.